Welcome to the Sweet Sila Moments Podcast. We hope this little pause in your day refreshes and encourages you, friend. Let's take time to know God through His Word and love Him more and more. The Sweet Sila Moments Podcast is brought to you by Word Radio and Sweet Sila Ministries. Welcome, friends, to episode 31 of the Sweet Sila Moments Podcast. Today's episode is called Work Well, Rest Well. We are studying the book of Proverbs and looking at various themes. Solomon was really big on work and quite disgusted with lazy people. We found so many passages dealing with work and laziness, we decided to do a whole episode on it. We are also really big on taking sweet Sila moments, pausing from our regular work to spend time with God in prayer and the reading of His Word and the admiring of His creation. It has been fun putting it all together. Sharon, let's start with the work part. Do you like work? What did your parents teach you about work? And what do you wish they had taught you? (laughs) That's cute. Well, I like work that I like. How's Mm. that for an answer? (laughs) I can, if I'm writing a book or I'm writing a blog, I can get lost in it and like come up for air three hours later and feel like no time has passed because Mm. I love it that much. (laughs) However, I can be what I call selectively lazy. Mm. That housework thing that we've talked about in the past, I can ignore the refrigerator until the point that we don't want to talk about how long (laughs) I can ignore the refrigerator because it's a selective thing. I don't like cleaning up the refrigerator. I don't like kneeling on the floor Mm. and scrubbing out the spilled maple syrup that dribbled behind the onions. Why is it always a maple syrup? Oh, it's so hard to get off. Out loud. It is. It's so <laughs> sticky and goopy. So um, although I think I, I enjoy work and I can do work well, I have a part of me that is selectively lazy and mm. that's shameful because refrigerators do need to get cleaned sometimes. I know. You know maybe not all <laughs> the time, but sometimes. So how about you? Ah, That sounds pretty similar. (laughs) Things that I love, I throw myself into with no abandon and all the enthusiasm. But I find that I put off those tasks that are not my favorite. I have to do those things first thing in the morning or I will procrastinate them all day long. Yeah. I put them off. You put them off. I do. Of course you do. I don't like them. (laughs) Now, I don't know about your parents, but my parents instituted a Saturday morning work routine for us. Yes, they did. That sounds horrible. So, I know. They loved it. (laughs) Before we could go out and play in the neighborhood, we had so many um, household chores to do, and then we had so many outdoor chores we had Mm, to do. That's really So we had to have our rooms cleaned to a higher standard than during the week, and then my dad, like raking season, we were raking leaves or working in his garden and stuff. So I did develop a work ethic from them in doing that, and I kind of passed it on to my kids in that I would... um, I would do a Saturday morning cleanup, but I tried to make it fun. Mm. I pretended I was, and I used an accent, so I'll try the accent. You ready? Okay. Inspector cleanup. (laughs) And I would come into the room and I would say, did she dust behind the picture? And I would lift up their picture and I would take my white glove and check it out. (laughs) So if they passed inspector cleanup, then they got extra treats. Oh my goodness, how fun. It was fun. I love doing things like that. You have to make it fun though. Well, we do that with the girls. We have their their morning routine, but we always do it before something fun. Like what your parents said, before you go play, get your work done. It makes it so much easier to go through the work if you have something to look forward to. Yes. So it's very smart. Oh yeah. And if you can make it fun, (laughs) make it fun. Absolutely. But it has to get done. Yeah, we got to do it. And that just rhymed. All right, then. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, on 
note. <laughs> on that note, well, I suspect most of us have some <laughs> chores that require more self-discipline than others. Mm. And I confess right here and now that there are times <laughs> when I need to reread the Proverbs that warn me about being lazy. Yep. So we're going to take a sweet seal a moment and read straight through a dozen or so Proverbs that talk about work and about laziness. And then we're going to try to learn from them. Yeah. So, Nicole, why don't you start us off? All right. Proverbs 10, verse 4. Lazy people are soon poor. Hard workers get rich. Proverbs 12, 24. Work hard and become a leader. Be lazy and become a slave. Proverbs 14, 23. Work brings profit, but mere talk leads to poverty. Proverbs 13, 4. Lazy people want much, but get little. But those who work hard will prosper. Proverbs 13, 11. Wealth from get-rich-quick schemes quickly disappears. Wealth from hard work grows over time. Proverbs 21, 25. Despite their desires, the lazy will come to ruin, for their hands refuse to work. Proverbs 21, 5. Good planning and, and hard work lead to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Proverbs 24, 30 to 34. I walked by the field of a lazy person, the vineyard of one with no common sense. I saw that it was overgrown with nettles. It was covered with weeds and its walls were broken down. Then as I looked and thought about it, I learned this lesson. A little extra sleep, a little more slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, then poverty will pounce on you like a bandit. Scarcity will attack you like an armed robber. Proverbs twelve fourteen, Wise words bring many benefits, and hard work brings rewards. Proverbs nineteen fifteen, Lazy people sleep soundly, but idleness leaves them hungry. Proverbs 10.26, lazy people irritate their employers <laughs> like vinegar to the teeth or smoke in the eyes. <laughs> oh, for crying out loud. Solomon is so funny in some of these. Good word he pictures. Really <laughs> and he, it's clear how he feels about lazy people. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got a thing against them. All right, then. <laughs> well, let's start with finding the themes, Nicole. Mm. What's one of the themes you find in these verses? So I noticed in a few verses, the theme of planning and how important that is versus shortcuts and get-rich schemes that just lead to trouble. Those verses, Sharon, really struck a chord with me. <laughs> I've talked in earlier episodes about being a shopper, and I have not always been the best manager of money. God gave me a man who is thankfully, and he has patiently helped me to understand finances and plan better. <laughs> but there was a time I had to learn the hard way that I couldn't just fix it all quick. Um, so debt is awful. We all know that. And it puts such a weight on us. I had accrued quite a bit of debt and was desperate to get rid of it now. Wanted to get rid of it as quickly as I had accrued it. <laughs> but try as I might, no quick fix worked. Some of the things I tried even made it worse. Just like the proverb said. <laughs> I tried almost all of the work from home companies out there and always ended up spending more money on the Aww. products than making money. And those credit cards with no interest for six months, but the recommended monthly payment is far too small to cover the cost in six months. And at the end, they add all of the interest back on and then some. Oh, wow. Uh, watch out for those. <laughs> <laughs> so I have found these proverbs to be very true. Planning and hard work is the only way. 
We are now debt-free. Yay! Thank you, Jesus, except for our house because of careful planning with a budget and slowly chipping away at debt. No quick schemes, no... <laughs> no shortcuts. Nope. Just hard work and planning, just like he says. But it takes time. There's no fast ways out, I've learned. And we have discovered through all of this the beauty of being patient by planning and saving up for something instead of just charging it on a card because yes. you really want it or on a yeah. whim. Yeah. What a different feeling it is to purchase something that you have worked really hard for because you have no guilt, no burden of debt, and you it's... Those purchases have been some of our absolute favorite things that we've bought. Absolutely. Done it the right way. God right. knew what he's talking about. And then you, va- <laughs> you value them more. You it's really true. do. Because you remember the hard work and the patience it took to get to them. Exactly so. Yeah. And you can enjoy them guilt free. Exactly. Oh, so I like these that. proverbs really spoke to me personally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, I'm noticing a theme in them that's kind of fascinating to me. It's sleep. The theme of sleeping too much. A little folding of the hands, a little closing of the eyes, you know. (laughs) And then one we read before about the guy that turns like a hinge on his bed. Because it might be a lion in the street. (laughs) So um, I'm just thinking about that and thinking that one of the things that I had to overcome in order to do a daily quiet time, which in my opinion is the best way to start a day off right, um, was the desire to sleep more. Mm. But sleep is good and the way to plan speaking of planning sleep Mm. is to plan to get to bed at the right time right because really getting up at the right time in the morning can set the whole day so so much better and i finally discovered that i would rather have less sleep and an unhurried morning Mm -hmm. than you know get those 15 to 20 minutes extra and rush around like a mad woman. Yeah. It seriously has made all the difference. And it took me a while to learn that because rolling over in bed, especially on a cold morning, oh, feels especially. so good. <laughs> and you have to remind yourself of the wisdom that comes mm. from getting up early enough that you sit with the Lord for a few minutes mm. and get his marching orders for the day. Oh, absolutely. It, it makes all the difference. It really does. And I think that's part of this laziness thing. We can indulge our ourselves in mm-hmm. in extra sleep thinking it's helping when really meeting with God helps more right and then when I when I do meet with him I always ask for my top three Lord mm-hmm. what are the top three things you would have me do today it sets my day for the work ahead mm-hmm. and it's work that I've agreed with God to do yeah so the sleep thing that's a theme to me those extra 20 or 30 minutes that we sit there snoozing don't actually benefit our bodies as we procrastinate getting up no they don't there's all these studies that it doesn't actually help so getting up and spending that 20 30 minutes with god is so much yes. better plus it's really bad for your blood pressure to get up late it is yeah <laughs> just is. leaping up in a fury yeah. and also bad for your family quick quick move yeah move. exactly <laughs> so Oh, well, another verse that stuck out to me was Proverbs 10.26, and that one was, where'd it go? It was a funny one that made me laugh. Oh, mm. lazy people irritate their employers like vinegar to the teeth or smoke in the eye. <laughs> that does not sound pleasant. <laughs> I really hope I've never been that kind of employee to someone, Sharon, but I'm sure I've been a pain at some point. <laughs> That is kind of funny. Well, looking at this verse, I was thinking that um, as Christians, we're supposed to be working as if God is our boss, because ultimately we answer to him for our actions. That's true. So even if we don't have the world's best boss, we still need to be good workers and not leave a bad taste in their mouth like vinegar. Because our hard work will set us apart and point point people back to Jesus, as it is he who gives us the strength to overcome 
anything, including jobs we may not love or bosses that are grumpy. <laughs> this is true. This is true. That's so, so funny. Yeah, that's what yeah. I got from that verse. I like that. I think um, showing Christ at work is one of the most important things we can do. Yeah. So, yeah. And that means doing our job well. You're right. What a better way to do it. You're you know? absolutely right. Well, another one that I thought was interesting was Proverbs 14, 23, work brings profit, but mere talk leads to poverty. Mm. Sometimes we want to just talk our way out of things instead of actually doing them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I, I think sometimes we just have to get down to the nitty gritty and scrub mm. the fridge. Yep. We just do. And sometimes I reward myself for a, a hard task. I'll say, I'll, I talk to myself at home. <laughs> I don't know if I should confess this on the air, but it is true. <laughs> I will say to myself, now, Sharon, if you will clean out that fridge and you may put on happy, uplifting music while you do it, mm-hmm. you may then sit down and have a cup of tea and read a book. And That's then I will idea. say back to myself, really? I can sit and read a book? And I will say, yes, yes, you may. And then I'm like, yay, and I'll go clean my fridge. Awesome. So I think sometimes um, we need to talk ourselves into a job, oh, not yeah. just talk about the job. Yeah. I could talk about cleaning the fridge for weeks. But <laughs> <laughs> so we've got to watch it and just get down and do it. Yes. And if you need to reward yourself for it to get it done, or you need happy peppy music to help you do it, yeah. Just do the happy peppy music, but understand that we have to get the work done. So, so those are sort of our themes. Mm. Um, and now we're going to kind of segue from laziness into rest. Mm. Because here I was just a few minutes ago talking about too much sleep is bad. <laughs> and yet part of Sweet Sela Ministries is saying it's okay to rest. Mm. So let's try to parse this a little bit. We're to work hard. It's wise to be disciplined and get up in the morning and do the work, whether we feel like it or not. Mm -hmm. We know that laziness creates all sorts of problems. So we need to plan well and do the work, but rest is good. (laughs) So Nicole, what's the difference between rest (laughs) and laziness? Well, I think laziness is the avoidance of something that needs to be done or purposely not doing the work that is given to you or the dictionary says it better, the quality of being unwilling to work or use energy, idleness. And rest is defined as to cease work or movement in order to relax, refresh oneself, or recover strength, or to allow to be inactive in order to regain strength, health, or energy. So from these definitions, it feels like rest has a purpose, that it's intentional. I am choosing to be still, to, to rest, to regain strength and energy, where laziness is a lack of purpose. It's more like a state of being. We just avoid and stop. Oh, I love that. Really, yeah. I so do. rest has You're a right. job. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We have jobs that we have to do. Right. And when we don't do them, that's laziness. Yeah. But one of our jobs, according to God, is actually rest. <laughs> and so to schedule that in as well is huge. And it's, it's a very different thing because it's a purposeful stop. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Okay, no, that's good. Dictionary definitions for yes. the wind. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, so we're going to read a few verses in Proverbs and then from other places in the Bible as well and talk about the value of rest because oh, Solomon's pretty much focused on work and laziness mm, yeah. and a little bit on rest and Sweet Sula Ministries is <laughs> really big on rest. So we do want to share with you some verses outside of Proverbs 2 that say purposefully stopping at mm. regular intervals 
actually keeps you from laziness, I mm, would say, exactly. because laziness, you can just procrastinate indefinitely. Mm-hmm. So, all right, <laughs> let's read a few verses. Nicole, you want to start with the first verse? Sure. So Proverbs 3, 24 says, you can go to bed without fear. You will lie down and sleep soundly. Proverbs 1.33 says, But all who listen to me will live in peace, untroubled by fear of harm. Proverbs 19.23 says, The fear of the Lord leads to life. Then one rests content, untouched by trouble. Hmm. And now moving on to some other passages. Exodus 20.8-11 Remember to observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. You have six days each week for your ordinary work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath day of rest, dedicated to the Lord your God. On that day, no one in your household may do any work. This includes you, your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, your livestock, and any foreigners living among you. For in six days the Lord made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and everything in them, but on the seventh day he rested. That is why the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and set it apart as holy. And then Psalm 23, verse 1 through 3. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. And Matthew 11, 28 through 30. Then Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my mm-hmm. yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. Mm. I love that. that There's still beautiful. a yoke. There's yeah. still work, yeah. right? But we're yoked with Christ. Right. So and we're shared. doing the work. It's shared. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. That's I like really that. Good. So... Well, I think it's safe to say then that even though Proverbs is mostly contrasting work and laziness, (laughs) the Bible does tell us it's also a time to rest. In fact, Solomon even said in those Proverbs that we can lie down and sleep soundly Mm. if we've done the right things during the day, which includes work and rest. We titled this episode, Work Well, Rest Well, because both work and rest are important. The proportion of work to rest, I don't know, might be one in seven, you know, like the <laughs> Sabbath, that, um, you know, most of the time we work. Mm-hmm. It's not like we get up and spend the whole day lazing about and then, you know, wash a dish. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there is a, at least one seventh yeah. of a time that we're supposed to be resting, if we look at God's command on the Sabbath anyways. Mm-hmm. So, and then God added, of course, extra holidays and party days. Yeah. So it wasn't just the Sabbaths that the um, people of Israel got to have fun on. God was about fun. I mean, that festival of booths, that's seven days every year camping out with your family, living in a booth to remember (laughs) when you were, you know, you you were living like a booth or a tent um, in the wilderness. And I love that he made families do that because sometimes, especially fathers can get too busy to do Mm -hmm. stuff like that, but they were commanded to go camping. (laughs) Go on vacation with your kiddos. Go on vacation. (laughs) Yes. So, and that was sort of an enforced rest. Yeah. And and a fun time for children to be in a outdoor world again. You know, I just, it's so fun. So fun. So sleep at night, work hard during most days, but Mm. give yourself rest breaks if you need them. Mm -hmm. We are also encouraging meeting with God every morning because that's the come to me of that Matthew 11. Mm. 
-hmm. We come to him. We yoke ourselves with him in that morning. With me, I'm like, okay, what are the three things? And then we go do them. So I love that. Yeah, it's so important. And then we have a little rest break in the morning when we're meeting with God. Mm -hmm. And I take a little rest break right after lunch, too, Mm -hmm. and just enjoy a half hour reading my book and having a cup of tea. Because I found that by resting a little, planned resting, Mm -hmm. I then have energy to get up and do again in the afternoon. That's so. true. Do you know there's some studies in science on that too? <laughs> I was reading, there's a lady who talks about cleaning her house. Her name is Phi Lady. But she does that. She works for one hour increments and every hour she rests for 15 minutes in that hour. Wow. Sit and rest and have your tea or read a yep. book and pop your yep. feet up so you don't overdo yourself. Like that's mm-hmm. beautiful. It is. Again, it's God's little pattern of working and then resting. Yes. So your work can be more yes. fruitful. Right. I think it's great. I do. And I think that we've run the danger of thinking, I just have to work harder. I just have to work more yeah. to get done. Yep. No, work <laughs> hard, rest well, yes. and then you can work hard again. Because if you just keep slogging without those breaks, you run stop. down yep. and you do less. Oh, I yeah. find I do more if I rest, mm. planned rest, than I would do if I didn't. Well, I think the resting kind of staves off laziness because if i'm rushing 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 and then i collapse i'm not getting back up again Uh -uh. and then i'm just wasting time and i'm Mm -hmm. angry because i'm not doing my work and then that laziness kind of creeps in where if i plan on a rest it's a productive time i know that i can sit and be refreshed and then get up and finish with my chores exactly so and every once in a while we recommend a sweet seal a day which are so much fun (laughs) where you plan it out and you find a place to take your children if you have them or your little dog in my case <laughs> and you just run away mm-hmm. to someplace pretty and take a walk and applaud God's beautiful creation and mm-hmm. open the word maybe read it out loud if you're in a quiet place and take the time to really savor and ponder mm-hmm. and those are filling up days so yes. that you can give out again and without filling up you cannot give out you just can't oh, so agree. All right, well, I'd like to go back and talk about Proverbs 21:15 for a moment. Nicole, can you read that for us? Yeah. It says, good planning and hard work lead to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Okay, then. <laughs> so we're going to talk about good planning for a bit. Yeah. So, Nicole, I know I need some sort of a plan to organize my days, <laughs> and I've talked about it a bit. How about you? How do you organize yourself with four kids, a husband, singing on the church worship team, doing podcasts, <laughs> and all the stuff? What do you do? (laughs) Well, Sharon, let me tell you, this has been one of my biggest struggles. (laughs) Ever since being um, a stay-at-home mom and a homemaker, it's been tough. Planning does not come naturally to me. Some people just have this natural ability to order their day, and I do not have that gift. It's frustrating. (laughs) But back when I started homeschooling, um, we tried for a while without a planner, and it didn't go super well. And I found this great homeschool day planner, and it helped our day stay on track so much better. Then I found out people use planners for everyday life, too. (laughs) Surprise! (laughs) I was super excited. So now I have a daily planner that one of my best friends, Megan Schaff, recommended to me, and it has changed my life. I love this planner. It includes all these simple little lists for everyday small tasks that get forgotten, and it helps me with meal planning and budgeting, too. It also has a daily scripture reading. It literally has everything I need in one place (laughs) to keep my scattered and easily distracted mind on task. I keep my little planner on my kitchen counter, and after my morning quiet time, I sit and go over my day and make my list. 
it is super freeing to get all of those to-dos and things in my head on paper. And it leaves my mind more clear to be present with my yes. family and my kids. Because mm-hmm. I'm not always worried I'm going to forget something because I know I wrote it down. And then I can listen to my little one tell me the long story they have for me in the morning. <laughs> the long story. <laughs> I love it. Oh, but I will never go back to just winging it and forgetting all the things. It's terrible. <laughs> I think planners are helpful too. I have a I have a more simple one than that, but I do need it to oh, keep yeah. myself straight. And then I usually write a to do list. Yeah. And I, I write it on a Monday. Probably doesn't get done till Friday. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then God and I talk about my top three because otherwise, what I'll do with a to do list is I'll get down all the things I like best yeah. first, and I'll put off all the things I don't like until mm. the end of the day, and or at the end of the week or pushed into the next week. So (laughs) um, talking to the Lord about the top three really helps me with that. And then because I am wired by fun, people are wired by different things. Oh yeah. I have friends that are wired by cleanliness. You know, Mm. they relax best when everything is in order. Yeah. I admire those people. (laughs) I'm not those people. I can work in clutter quite happily and not (laughs) notice it. So for them, their motivation is simply I will work better in a clean space right. and I, I will live better in a clean space. So they'll do it that way. What motivates me is fun. So I do, I do the thing. I do mm-hmm. the talk to myself thing. And um, I make myself do the hard task and then I reward myself and stop. And, and then I'm happy again. <laughs> so, but the work has to get done. Yes. And by resting at the appropriate times, I have the energy and the oomph to right. get the work done. Well, I think you're, I love that you talk to God about your top three things. I think I still, like I meet with him in the morning and then I do my to-do list, but I'm not always letting him check my to-do list and make sure I'm not (laughs) overwhelming myself or my kids with things to do. So I'm going to take that and I'm going to use that too. That's neat. (laughs) I like that. That's really good. Well, that is cool. It feels good to have things in order. It really does. does. Even if I don't like the getting in order part, I Mm. do love to know that that I've got a planned day where things go well. So I'm thankful for that. So, Well, I'd like to pray for you in closing, podcast friends. I don't know if you fall on the side of working too much or too little, but I do know this. God is able to help you and me and Nicole balance <laughs> our days if we will stop first and plan them with him. Mm. So let's, let's take a moment just to pray and ask for his help with that. Mm. Father God, how I thank you that you wired us for hard work and rest. I thank you that you specifically call us to both. Lord, help us to work well to work for employers so that they uh, see us doing our best, so that they see a good work ethic, to work well for our families so that our homes are in order and there's not chaos everywhere. Mm. Help us not to be lazy, Lord. Show us when we are. Show us when we are purposefully avoiding work that needs to be done. And God, help us to plan rest. Show us where to place that in our days, whether we're done the work or not, And drink deep of time spent with you. Oh, Lord, we need you. We need you every moment of every day. Remind us to yoke ourselves with you because your burdens are light. Mm. You don't give us more than we can bear. Lord, we look to you as we each look to find balance. In Jesus' name, amen. It's always so much fun to ponder God's word together and then talk through how to practically apply it. We hope you have found some helpful tips today in how to order your life a little bit better. 
Sharon and I learned so much just studying these out and learning as well. We hope you will come back next week when we talk about our mouth. (laughs) Oh my. (laughs) Words can really get us into trouble, can't they? We will be back next week to discuss that in episode 32. Watch your mouth. (laughs) Until then, we'd love it if you could leave a review for us or comments letting us know that you listened or perhaps a donation at sweetsela.org slash donations. Thanks for listening. We are so glad you stopped for a while with us. Sweet Sela Moments is a cooperative production of Word Radio and Sweet Sela Ministries. More information about this podcast, including show notes, can be found at sweetsela.org and at wordradio.net. Thank you for joining us.